Okay. Yeah. Beach, get started. <laughs> Sorry, wasted enough time. <laughs> Let's do it. Okay. Hello, everyone, and thank you for listening to Hold My Popcorn. I'm Max Healy in Nashville, and over in Boston, we have Tim Begin. How you doing, Timmy? Doing fantastic, Max. Uh, we just found out baseball's back today, so that makes me semi-excited, because now I do have to watch the Red Sox, which probably won't be fun this year, but hey, baseball's back. Yeah. All right, and in Sacktown, California, we got John Anoshak. How are you, sir? Uh, long story short, I'm ready for the Rona to fuck off to the Falcon Islands and just stir it up with some sheep or something, dude. I'm fucking done. <laughs> <laughs> That's how I am, my man. How are you, Max? I'm doing good. Um, me and my wife and my dog, we were fortunate enough to spend the last 10 days in Fort Lauderdale, which was super relaxing and fun. Just uh, had a rental, didn't really do much. Um, drove back to Nashville the other day, 14-hour drive. I think now I need a chiropractor. <laughs> some re- re- really weird reason both my hips really hurt holy shit i don't but believe I got, it but i got a good tan so that's good all right well over the next two weeks we're gonna be doing some mini episodes and this week we're jesus christ and this week we're gonna be discussing the movies that we have personally watched the most pretty self-explanatory so who wants to go first i can go first so do are we gonna do like one each or two or three each because I have I have a selection here. We can start with one, but if it you know if it's if it's short, we can keep on going. Okay, so this is gonna probably be a surprise to everybody who listens to the podcast regularly because my m- movie I've watched the most is Lethal, Lethal Weapon. Weapon. <laughs> oh, what a surprise! Lethal Weapon. And when I said I had a selection, I just meant a selection of Lethal Weapon movies. Lethal Weapon. <laughs> You pick, select one, select two, select three, even select four. And I've watched them probably more times than like Francis Ford Coppola has watched his own movies. And that's saying something. Uh, Well, that's just because his movies bankrupt him. That's why he doesn't watch them. (laughs) Exactly. And because Apocalypse Now uh, Redux is probably 20 hours long. Um, 23 to be exact. (laughs) It's actually as long, long as a Vietnam War. Yeah, <laughs> with as many casualties, <laughs> probably just uh, as many rapes too. Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> um. So I don't probably don't need to go into too much detail about why I love *Weed the Weapon*. Mainly, it's because <laughs> of Mel Gibson and Mel Gibson's uh wonderful attention to detail in his role of being crazy. And, and I think that what's important to note is that Mel Gibson has taken such a serious uh such a serious level of acting to his role that he's now is insane. Uh so pretty method. He's, Quite yeah, the method he's, actor. Right. It's not a it's not a traditional way of method acting where you do it before the movie to try and get into character. He has done it after the movie and taken that to his life where he is a now a completely insane person. And, um, you know, I, I think that it's really a testament to the wonderful, the wonderfulness of Lethal Weapon that one of its co-stars is uh, an objectively terrible, racist, insane person. <laughs> Mel's PTSD method acting. Yeah, exactly. Basically, yeah. It's the Australian and the American inside of him actually beating the shit out of one another. And then They're sometimes fighting. the Australian wins, sometimes the American wins. And you know what? They both hate Jews. Right. <laughs> They're fighting each other. <laughs> yeah, so. The only thing so they can agree on. It's not much of a change. Yeah. Yep. 
the hate that keeps on giving. <laughs> Something came out this week as well about him <laughs> saying a bunch of horrific shit to Winona Ryder. Oh my God, dude. He just can't get it. I mean, can he at least wait until like his next, like, you know, who killed Christ movie comes out? Yeah. You know, where it's like, Jesus strikes back. Like, fuck. <laughs> Dude, they are making a new Passion of the Christ. How can you make two Passions of the Christ? Well, he, he because roast he comes, him. Did you read the yeah. Bible? Come on. I didn't. I, I What I ended up doing is I read the first part of all the major religious texts. And uh, that's that's what formed my uh, opinion of the world. Mm. Oh, yep. okay. Mm-hmm. Huh. The Duns. Yeah. <laughs> the. <laughs> Fuck them. The only one I've gotten through is the Kama Sutra. Oh, would you say it's uh, helped with your stamina and flexibility overall? Do you feel that you can make love to more than (laughs) one woman and man at the same time? Nope. None of the above. Oh, okay. Well, a certain doctor I know has made love to more than three people at once before. I mean, Mm -hmm. he said there were lots of fingers involved. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Yep, that is true. Hmm. Tim Tim read the uh, the Karma Sutra book just to have better flexibility when he's just reaching into the fridge. <laughs> exactly, yeah. I I needed to know how do I get to the back of the fridge to get the uh, chocolate covered almonds and heavy cream that I douse them in more efficiently. <laughs> okay. I feel like you need to write your own religious text now, Tim. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. It's time. Tim- the Tim Jones, the Tim Jones Bible. <laughs> Thirty years from now, the joke is going to be like, "Oh, you're eating the almonds." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'll be the only one left alive because I'll be too lazy to kill myself. Fair <laughs> enough. Um, I can go into mine. I say we do at least two. We can make it relatively quick. Um, So this one is also going to be a big shocker to anyone who's listened to the show before. But mine is Jurassic Park. Jurassic Park. Yep. Um, Wait a second. Can you explain to me what we're doing? Movie lines or we're doing our favorite movies? Favorite Favorite movies. uh, Movies that we've watched the most. Right. Right. All right. Got it. Yep. So I've definitely watched Jurassic Park the most. It was the first episode we ever did. Uh, I remember seeing this movie in theaters in 1993 when I was four years old, and I probably watch it two to three times every year. But mm-hmm. um, I say, I, but you know, as a kid, it was uh, definitely like in the top of my uh, VCR rotation, and I probably watched this thing like at least a hundred times. I'd say. I kind of feel like Jurassic Park is like Jaws, um, where you have it's almost like ritual. You have to watch it like once a year. Yeah. 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 I mean, shit, they fucking star wars and indiana jones have just been fucked up the ass for too long that we can't do that anymore so yeah definitely well jurassic park kind of has too I, I mean that's that's a thing that's that's an testament to uh jurassic park i've seen this movie more than any other movie ever i have not seen the last like two jurassic park movies mm, i see purist yeah just fucking garbage but you know this movie staple of the 90s all those awesome toys the t-shirts the saga video games the lunch boxes Jeff Goldblum's chest. Yeah. The memes that oh. keep on giving fucking like 30 years later. <laughs> you still got Jeff Goldblum Jurassic Park memes happening. Oh my God, dude. The, the, just the lines alone, like clever girl. Like that's all over the internet. That's yep. been there. That shit ain't yep. going away. There's no cream taking that off the internet. Uh, uh, there you have it all the time. Yeah. But um, mm. 
actually bought this movie on Amazon Prime like three weeks ago because it was on sale for like four bucks. <laughs> just, there just you go, sense. dude. <laughs> that's just that's just a prudent financial decision, Max. Mm-hmm. It made it made sense. Yeah, um, but yeah, you know, watch this movie about a hundred times. I've read the book once. I think uh, my T Rex toy that's like twenty seven years old is uh, still in my parents' house. Pretty sure if you put batteries in it, it would still work. Like right now, dude. Why Wah! don't you? Why don't you get that? Bring it. Put it on your desk, my dude. Yeah, I should. You. Need it is missing that. an arm. So, but it's yours. Yeah. You can just put it put on it... your mantle, and that'll yeah. be a perpetual fight between you and Nikki. <laughs> <laughs> As I, when you say fight, it's because I'm literally trying to fight her with the T Rex. Yeah. <laughs> don't make any subtle movements Nikki <laughs> it's vision's based on movement oh my god either that or you know turn it into a bong have fun with it you know actually great idea Jen yep you Do know, that, whenever, whenever the weed smoking friends come over you have a, a fresh Jurassic Park bong for them to yeah. take rip it out off. of the tail and puffs right out of the mouth Jesus yep. damn there we go. All right, but that's mine. What about you, John? Okay, so I'm going to go with Training Day. Um, I Ooh, actually really? religiously wow. watch this uh, once a year myself. It's funny that you were talking about that. You know, I've seen it same at least a hundred times. Um, it's one of my top three movies of all time, really, if not my favorite. Um, Denzel Washington, um, one of the most amazing transform transformations. I mean, from just vocabulary to accent to 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 mannerisms to i mean just the aggression that he can put forth in this film i mean it's absolutely amazing and then just like some of the wild shit that happens in this film um to show it's kind of actually interesting thinking about uh, what's going on in the country these days but just like you know what you would think was going on in the narcotics unit and uh, the lapd you know just absolutely gray area you know halfway criminal halfway cop crazy shit but also biggest dick swagger i have seen in my life i mean oh my <laughs> god dude there is one point where you've got denzel washington he's walked into like you know it's one of the most dangerous neighborhoods in la blah, 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 blah. and he's just like checking out chicks telling people you better call me blah, blah, blah. and then some girl walks by and he was like "Ooh, you got a boyfriend he's like all that jelly and no toast yeah <laughs> I mean, good God damn, dude. This guy has dick swagger like I've never seen. Like, so much like I'm blushing and my walls are sweating right now, dude. King Kong ain't got shit on me. Dude. One of the greatest dude. lines ever, ever written. Real talk. You talk about watching a scene hundred times. I've definitely seen that Eva Mendez fully naked scene mm-hmm. about a hundred times. Oh. Yeah, yep. consistently. When I was in seventh school. grade. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh. One of those movies you sneak down, you know, when your parents go to bed, put the DVD yep. in the DVD player. Hamana, 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 hamana. Yeah. They're always like, why is a DVD player uh, door stuck again? <laughs> <laughs> why are we always turning this on when Ethan Ho- uh, Ethan Hawks getting shot at? Right. <laughs> over and over again. Stuffing- Same scene. Who keeps stuffing jelly donuts in here? <laughs> glazed, <laughs> glazed donuts. That's a good one. That movie oh, inspired absolutely. me to do PCP for the first time. I think that's important. <laughs> oh, man. Tim likes to get wet. Mm. I like to get wet. Oh, my God. I jump into deep end. <laughs> To deep in. So, um, yeah, funny enough, I knew some chick who did PCP in high school or whatnot. She said that she laid on her um, her driveway and um, swam 
Mm -hmm. Yeah. So Mm. I don't, you know, I don't have any experience with that. Uh, I I can't speak to it, but, you know, watching this movie, a certain somebody, you know, thinks he's just smoking a little weed. Turns out he likes to get wet. (laughs) And it, it, it gets weird, dude. And then he beats the shit out of some crackheads, which is super intense. That was fucking cool. Yep. That was a good scene. And that's also where I got my whole line, like, have you ever had your shit pushed in, Tim? That's mm. where I got it from, is that one scene yep. where, like, there's this, he's just like, okay, this is not going well. And he's just with a bunch of gangsters, and one of them's just like, hey, you ever had your shit pushed in, bro? And he's like, all right, well, mm-hmm. we're done. Yeah, it's so pretty, that, that poker scene's pretty intense. Dude. Oh, my God. Yeah. I mean, just, ooh. Cut it with a knife. Also, fun fact, and then I will shut the fuck up about this movie because I would go on all night, but it is probably the best movie to watch with the director commentary just to hear the stories about Denzel. Like, the director Mm. was legit scared of Denzel because he did method acting for this and he didn't break character. So he's like, every time I went to go talk to Denzel, I was talking to Alonzo and I was scared (laughs) as shit. (laughs) Let's have another take, Denzel. I mean, if if you want to, if that's cool with you. (laughs) Yeah. Also, but King Kong away. Was, yeah. <laughs> uh, so yeah, so there we are, man. I mean that that movie. Whew, man, we'll put it this way: it puts the jelly on my toast. Bam. I feel like an underrated movie. I feel like mm-hmm. it, it may have been lost to time slightly, but it's a fantastic movie. It is a great mm-hmm. movie. Mm-hmm. Speaking of great yeah. movies, oh, go ahead, John. No, I was just going to say, little kernels of wisdom, that the only thing people can't take from you are your smiles and your cries. Wait for that scene. It's great. <laughs> Deep. What about you, Timmy? So the other one that uh, I thought was, th- th- it, honestly, if I was being 100% real, I've probably seen this movie the most. I've probably seen it more than Lethal Weapon. Um, and it's Monty Python on the Holy Grail. Mm. I feel like ah. I, I watch that like six times a year <laughs> because it is still to this day the funniest movie ever. Um, I will take like a Monty Python like skit movie over a- almost anything, and I can probably quote the entire movie. Um, I if you wanted to, I could just do the whole thing right now. <laughs> <laughs> You know. I want to go fishing with you so bad. And that's code I, for let's fuck. Yeah. All, all I do, John, is just recite when I'm out in the water, standing pole. out in the water. Yeah. <laughs> I want you to put it in there Carolina style. I fought in your general direction. <laughs> and knick it. <laughs> your father smells like elderberries. <laughs> your mother smells like hamsters and your father smells like elderberries. Now go away or I'll be forced to taunt you a second time. <laughs> I'm French. Why do you think I have this outrageous <laughs> accent? It's like, what are you doing in England? Mind your own business. <laughs> the, honestly, the best scene in Monty Python and the Holy Grail is the scene where the two people are like digging dirt and oh my uh, God, yeah. King Arthur comes riding, you know, riding by, and then um, they just start getting into this like political argument. And at the end, he's like, "Oh, now you see the violence inherent in the system. Help, help! I'm being repressed. I'm being repressed." (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) And I love that they acknowledge that, like, when they're in that field, that they're just literally like moving mud around. And like one of them is like, "Oh yes, dear. There's some lovely filth over here, Jason." (laughs) 
They're just we are slopping a, mud on. We are an anarcho-simulist commune. Every decision <laughs> has to be ratified by a two-thirds majority. <laughs> oh my god, dude! You got this down so much that your you accent do. switches perfectly. Holy fuck! <laughs> yep, I've seen this movie. Yep. I honestly have seen this movie way too many times. Yeah, yeah. Oh, Tim doesn't do accents; he just mimics. Uh, yep, I just mimic exactly <laughs> what the actors are doing, which tends to just be totally wrong. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! Um, uh, my second one then it's it's going to be the Dark Knight. Not as funny as uh, Monty Python, but I've um, I've definitely watched this movie more than Jurassic Park over the past 12 years since this came out. I've probably watched this like three or four times a year still. John can attest to that. He lived yep. with me for three years. So yep. it was like a monthly thing back then. Yeah, marijuana, y'all. It helps. <laughs> if you're going to watch a movie 15 times with somebody. Yeah. I love the movie, but Max, he loves Batman. Everyone I should know. I love Batman so much. I'm not wearing hockey pants. Oh my god. That's also one of the most like ultimate top ten <laughs> quotes of like it is. <laughs> I love the Pete Holmes parody of um Bad Dark Knight. Yeah, yeah, Batman when he goes, I'm not wearing hockey pants. Just constantly <laughs> says it in inappropriate times. I was drunk at a kid's birthday party. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. It's not the beating he needed. But the beating he deserved. He didn't deserve any of that. <laughs> uh, Harvey God, Dent, can we trust him? You know that we can't. <laughs> Those are too good. Those are probably like the start of like a real good, the real good movie parodies that came out. Yeah. That is a great one. We haven't had any decent movie parodies, though, in no. a long time. Though. Let's be real. No. Like scary movie one, and uh, maybe like two. That that was amazing, and nothing's ever been so done like good. It. Yeah, they even their good. remix. Yeah, the remix aren't you know they're all right, they're fine. But like I just, I remember being super hyped, like watching in the theaters one of the scary movies. It was like scary movie two or three or whatever, and like they three mentioned like oh. Sheen. Yeah, and he's like, I'm going to yeah. put that shit on MySpace. And everyone was like, oh, that's so fucking cool, dude. He's <laughs> so relevant. MySpace. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> yep all right john do you have a second one mm-hmm. putting on the spot no i got it snatch cool right huh. okay so you wow. got brad pitt in arguably his best role ever um arguably one of the best acted characters ever um and straight character with his like gypsy irish you know bare knuckle <laughs> boxing champion crazy thing going on like covered in tattoos can get beat the shit out of all day long, but then still just like come back and just beat the fuck out of you in the end with one punch, like badass. You can't understand a word that Brad's saying the entire time because I'm pretty sure it's legitimate Irish gypsy speak. Right. Dicks. Le- legitimate. Like dags. You what like did dicks? I just say there? All right. Dicks. You like dags? Dicks. Oh, oh, dogs. Yeah. 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 Dicks. I'm saying dicks. 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 Fuck off. Oh, fuck off. You know, like, oh, yeah. I need to bring this caravan back to you because the wheels fell off. What the fuck do I want a caravan with no fucking wheels on it? It's like, what the fuck did he just fucking say? It's amazing. But, like, you got all these great lines. You got Jason Statham in it as well. Jason Statham, he's not even an action hero in this, which is actually perfect. He's better just as, like, a dude who happens to be, like, a bare-knuckle boxing promoter or some shit. But, like, you get these hilarious things from him, like these quotes where, like, someone will be like, or his partner will have a gun who's a sissy. He's like, what do you have a gun for? 
He's like, protection. He's like, what from? The Germans. Like, what the fuck? And I love like that kind of British humor. Like, we don't yeah. have those kinds of jokes in the US, you know? But like, no. you got it in the UK where it's like, oh, the Germans are coming? Like, why? But it's also a Guy Ritchie film. And since it's a Guy Ritchie film, you have that very specific, fast paced, like camera switch, you know, between yeah, angles, quick cuts, quick cuts um, you know, lots of uh, multiple um, storylines that have nothing to do with one another, but they suddenly come together in the end and run parallel to one another concurrently. So you get a little bit of that Tarantino flair. Um, where you don't always quite... Well, you know what the timeline is usually, but it jumps around a lot, but in such a perfect way that only um, Guy Ritchie can really do. And it's a similar thing. If you liked any of the Sherlock Holmes movies, you probably got the gist of his style. And this is very similar to that and was like one of his first movies and one of his most pure before producers got involved. So he was able to do whatever the fuck he wanted to. It's it a definitive. Just- it's a definitive Guy Ritchie movie. If you want to ask, like, what's a Guy Ritchie movie like, just watch Snatch. Yeah. yeah, it's Snatch and Lock, Stock, and Two Smoking Barrels. Those are yeah. the Guy Ritchie movies mm. that, like, God. really... Because, like, he's made some shitty movies in the last oh, few yeah. years. Yeah. Like, really bad movies. Like, that King Arthur movie he made? That was bad. <laughs> I mean, and the King Arthur movies before that were really bad, but that one was really bad. Yeah, yeah. he needs to stick with the original storylines. Yep. He needs to stick um, besides, with the, yeah, modern crime. I like Sherlock. I like Sherlock. Sherlock Holmes was or Holmes, whatever it was, was really good. I enjoyed that. Those those were good movies, but like that, I feel like you, it would be hard for him to fall on his face with those movies. I mean, there's a Sherlock Holmes stories. Yeah, but yeah. um, I I feel like the the snatch, you know, snatch and Lockstock and Two Smoking Barrels are like fucking amazing. Yeah, they are and fucking that- amazing. And that's him at his purest, as I said, like before, you know, uh, you had big Hollywood money get involved or producers or anything like that, especially Lock, Stock and Two Smoking Barrels, which is in a lot of ways, almost the exact same movie as Snatch. Yeah. Just on a lower budget. Yeah. They're very similar. You'll watch them back and forth and then eventually you will get the characters mixed up because it's such a similar storyline. You also got Jason Statham in there and the whole thing and some other characters, but it's just lower budget. But still, it is him and his purest. Nothing like it. It's one of the most unique movies out there. Doesn't like just just you have to watch it. And it all revolves around a fucking diamond heist. Funny enough. Which which movie is the one when they're talking about the guy like who's such a man that he doesn't like women? And the cut oh, to him is like women are for poofs. <laughs> women are for poofs. That was actually um Layer Cake. Oh, which shit, is that's not even which a Guy is, Ritchie movie. <laughs> no, but it's very it's similar off. to Guy Ritchie. Yeah. But it's yeah. also amazing. Perfect. That was a perfect right. movie in my opinion. Which one was the one where the guy beat the sh- he killed someone with a big black dildo? Ooh. That might be. Was, was that, that Lockstock? Or is that Rock and Roller? No, I think that would be Rock and It was either Lockstock or Snatch. I feel mm. like it was Lockstock. It wasn't Snatch. Yeah. Mm. But also, okay. you've got that crazy British. I don't even know. I never know his name. He's the big guy. He's always got the buzz haircut. He's like seven feet tall. You know, he's yep, like a yep. soccer player. The crazy motherfucker. Uh, he's in both yeah, movies. Yeah. Vinnie like, Jones? Vinnie Jones, I think yeah. that's his name. He's yeah. always in Guy Ritchie movies. Yeah. Dude, he is a fucking amazing. And also one of the most terrifying men on the planet, I think, in my opinion, really. British people eyes. in general are kind of like terrifying because I just feel like <laughs> fighting is such more of like a, a thing over there. 
Mm-hmm. Like you're just fight over there and they just like, they like it. It's fun for them. They're just like an animal people where we're a little more refined over here. I think, you know what I mean? Wink, wink. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Only time we fight are when cops are present. <laughs> yeah. And we don't really fight. We just get shot in the face. Well, if you're black, <laughs> if you're white, you're totally fine. If you're white, you, you just get off with a warning. You get a sir, please calm down. Yeah. Yeah, welcome to this fucked up United States of America. God damn. You know what uh, Guy Ritchie should do? Like, he needs to start doing some, like, what Tarantino does right now and start doing some, like, like British, like, revisionist history. Like, do, like, a Jack the Ripper movie. Like, that would be the shit. Yeah, Like, just start doing that. And with, like, a bunch of hookers just start killing Johns everywhere. Or who was the, um, oh, God, was in V for Vendetta? It was about the guy who tried blowing up Parliament way back in the, Yeah. Guy Fox. Yeah. So he could do a Guy Fox film. Mm-hmm. Actually, yeah, you know what? Like I he think actually the... blows up Parliament and see what happens. Yeah, Princess exactly. Diana film? Mm, am I right? <laughs> uh-huh. Let's see how many different angles of Diana getting fucked we can see in one 30-second clip. Let's go. <laughs> car crash is just like the most ridiculous car crash in movie history. It's just like 18 right. different cuts of it with like fucking, I don't know, some fucking uh, punk band playing in the background. <laughs> and they just got J.J. Abrams on as the uh, executive producer, so the lens flare is actually blur out her tits, so it's PG-13. You know, like... <laughs> Oh, shit. All right. Should we do another one or not? Because I, I don't have any other <laughs> any others in mind. But I think that's a good mini. mini yeah, that's a good I'd say that's a 45 mini. minutes, I think. Yeah. Okay, cool. All right. Well, that's our mini-up for this week. Stay tuned because we're going to have a fun topic coming up for you guys next week before we dive into another classic movie franchise. So until then, goodbye. Deuces, fuckers. Goodbye. Bye. And Tim, I was gonna. I put down a little thing here for like this. Hold on, I wrote it down. It's a little like a little ellipses saying, "Tim, do you want to do your baseball rant?" But then, of course, <laughs> baseball's coming back today. <laughs> oh yeah, I know. Yeah, probably. What it's probably uh, not. It won't be relevant by the time this comes out. So it's not even relevant right now. <laughs> right, right. So, so I guess that kind of worked out. I, All right, this week we're gonna have Tim rant about baseball not coming back. <laughs> Recorded the day after baseball announces that they're coming back. I guess it's good that they didn't just like totally undercut it on the day that you like released it. You know what I mean? That's true. That would um, fuck. Yeah. <laughs> did they did they actually do the uh the the, the smaller season? Yeah, they got to play sixty games. Jesus yeah. fuck. It's gonna look real fucking weird. So the owners got their fucking way. Did they get so they're only paying thirty three percent? Yeah, basically. And the owners only wanted to play 60 games and the players wanted to play 70. And so, like, the at the end of the day, the owners got their fucking way, which is just, like... Why wouldn't the owners I, say yes to 70? I don't know, money. man. I don't know. I think it's because they... There's probably, some, there's probably some breaking point where they can, you know, because if they Light played off. 70 games, then the players would have to get paid more money. And they're probably like, well, at the end of the day, we'll make the most money. Probably found like the optimum number of games for them to of play. Of course, they fucking did. You know, like the fucking Seattle, the fu- not Seattle, the St. Louis Cardinals owners said baseball is not profitable. It's like, dude, oh yeah, my maybe, God. yeah, maybe fucking compared to a paper route, but I think it's fucking 
pretty profitable. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's profitable it's, enough for, fuck, well, sh- well your, uh, your fucking stadium has free Bud Light, basically, right? I mean, of course, all the fans pay for it, but it's all for profit. Because right. Just well, they also that have banner up at the back. Ten billion dollars in revenue sharing combined for uh for the networks, like for ESPN and all the like the the in right. states and then TBS and all that shit. It's fucking ridiculous. It's also, it's yeah. like if you if you want to make money and you're a businessman, don't buy a fucking sports team. It's a hobby. Yeah. It's not a fucking business. Like you can't That's run thing, it like man. a business. Right. People do it because they have enough money to do it. Right. You're gonna fucking make a bunch of money off of it. And also, if you can't fucking afford it, then sell it. Exactly. Sheep the cuts. fact that he thinks he can't afford the Cardinals, like, dude, the Cardinals are one of the most profitable teams. In the, and, like, I hate all these baseball teams. They report all this revenue that only comes off of merchandise and ticket sales, and they don't even factor the television rights in, Max, no. like you just brought up. Because, yeah. like, you know, like, they're saying, well, we only make, uh, you know, $500 million in revenue and, like, for an organization this big, blah, 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 blah. It's like, dude, you get another half a billion dollars just off of fucking TV deals. Yep, TV, you, websites, streaming. Right. The fucking yeah. stadiums you guys build, you don't have to pay a cent. It's fucking taxpayer money every single time. It's like you yep. got St. Louis. I've been to that stadium. It's It's beautiful. It's right yeah. in downtown St. Louis. They have all these restaurants around the stadium that are all owned by the team. It was all yep. fucking built by taxpayer money. It's like you didn't right. spend a cent for that. They just fucking gave that to you. I know. That is a $1.5 billion freebie. So Dude, and then the Pirates, the Pirates owner, the minute, the minute, like, all the quarantine shit came out for COVID, he fucking furloughed his entire organization and said, we're yeah. not paying into your 401ks. It's like, what a cunt. Yeah. You know what Sell I mean? The team. What a... Yeah, exactly. If you if you're liter- if you're on that much of a fucking hair edge with your money, you shouldn't own a goddamn baseball team. No. And no. Pittsburgh's not Pittsburgh's not a small market either. Pittsburgh's no. a fucking pretty Fuck big baseball no. market. They treat it like it's a small market, but then you got the fucking Steelers right down the street. It's like the Steelers yeah. are doing fine. People in Pittsburgh love sports. Well, I can tell you, I married into the pits into a Pittsburgh family, and they, yeah, they just it's a it's a matter of honor that they have to also be like rabid pits or uh, pirates fans, even though they know they're not going to win. So yeah, right. That stadium's beautiful still. Well, I think the pirates weren't bad last year either, but like the stadiums around the fucking river. Yeah, beautiful. You got the bridge looking over center field. Like it's one of the best stadiums. Shithole anymore, you know? Yeah. Oh, we Dude. can't afford it. We're a small market. It's like Pittsburgh is not a small market. No, God. Pittsburgh is not a small market. Tampa Bay never complained about the fucking recession. Tampa no. Bay is a small market. Yeah, nobody goes to those fucking games. Yeah, I honestly like. I'm. I will be shocked if baseball doesn't go on strike next year when their collective bargaining agreements up. They do. The games. It's over. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, over. no, that's it. Yeah, it, in this this climate right now, fuck, yep. dude. No one will have any fucking no patience for that. Yeah. No. Okay. We should get started. <laughs> Sorry, wasted enough time. <laughs> Let's do it. Okay.